turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape Embassy Ministries of Alexandria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. We stand on the rock, a kingdom of Reigning in Life Through Faith Family. I'm Dr. Renee Mills. And I'm Pastor Jerome Mills, and we're here to let everyone know that Dr. Joseph A. Mills Jr. has transitioned to heaven. For many years, we've been blessed listening to the teachings of Dr. Mills. He was certainly a man full of wisdom and knowledge who did not compromise the Word of God. He truly was a man who reigned in life through faith, and we will miss him tremendously. So we encourage you to continue to listen to the broadcast of reigning in life through faith. So now, when you go into God's Word and you see, you get a revelation on something from God's Word, you have to become fully convinced. And when you become fully convinced, that's when that thing actually materializes in your life. When you're fully convinced, not half-hearted about something, but you've got to be fully convinced that what God has said He's able to perform. Amen. Today's message is part nine of Increase Our Faith. You know, for the last couple of weeks here, we've been talking about, we've been talking about increase our faith. And we looked at passage of scripture that, that gives us, at least should give us some courage in what we're doing. We, I've said a couple of times or a number of times, you know, when we go to pray or do things, we're doing it from a position of victory. Amen. Amen. And we've looked at first John, uh, I mean, third John two, that God wishes above all things, or they to pray above all things that we would be in health and be, and, uh, and we would prosper and be in health, even as our souls prosper prosperity of our soul is based upon uh, what we what we receive as revelation knowledge from God. Amen. And we begin to uh, plant that seed in our heart and water that seed. And of course, God is the one who gives increase. Amen. Amen. I was thinking about, okay, now why, why do we need increase faith? Why, what are some of the things that we need increase faith for? And, I, and maybe I'll get to them today and, and, and you know, go through some of those things. But I, I want to look at something. I, 
I'm, I'm thinking about all of this that are, that's going on and all that God is doing. And the one thing that I guess I'm, I'm a little concerned about is whether or not you're fully convinced that God is able to do what he said he would do. You as a believer, are you fully convinced that God is able to do what he said he would do? I believe that when you become fully convinced that God is able to do what he said he would do, then it changes the way you want to live. For me, it did. I don't know, but, you know, I saw that this word of God was true. I saw that, you know, uh, this word of God, there was something else in this word that I hadn't seen before, I hadn't encountered before. And when I began, and it began to touch me in such ways that I'm like, something is going on. Something is happening. And I need to find out what it is. I was convinced that God is God and that whatever God has said is really true. Amen. Amen. And so um, I, uh, I wouldn't listen to anybody who was negative concerning God's word in any way, shape, or form. I, I just, I refuse to listen to them because uh, you got people out here who don't know what they're talking about. I don't care what kind of education they, they have, but if they disregard God, then they're, edu- they, they're not educated. They're really not educated. Let's look at something because uh, God gave me these two scriptures first thing this morning. Before I even got out of, I'm, I'm just halfway asleep. You know, a lot of times he just, he just gives me something when I'm halfway asleep. And so I know he wanted me to, to stress these this morning um, in, in getting into what we are going to talk about today. Let's go to the fourth chapter of Romans and we'll look at verse 20 and 21. Now I've got a whole lot of other stuff that I was, I was studying yesterday and um, my goodness. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen to this in 20 and 21. He says now, uh, he did not waver at the promise of God. Talking about Abraham. God had promised Abraham, of course, some things. He said that uh, he would be the father of many nations, that he would, he would bless God, would bless him, and that he would become a blessing. And so the word of God says, and he did not waver at the promise of God. He did not waver at the promise of God. You know, when someone else comes in and talks to you or says something that is contrary to what you know that God has promised, you want to get away from them. You don't want to listen to them because you don't need that thought in your mind. You cast that thought down. As soon as it comes, you cast it down. And realize that that person is a false prophet. Many false prophets will come in the last days. Are y'all with me? Yeah, we may be looking for, you know, somebody standing in the pulpit. No, you've got them right around you. They're talking to you every day. The pundits on the news are false prophets. There's a lot of people 
who believe in CNN and Fox TV and all these other programs that come on. and They got to look at them and they got to see them. Listen to the false prophets. See, we thought that when, when, when we read that, that God is talking about in the church. No, many false prophets. He just said many false prophets. And many false prophets. And whatever somebody is saying that doesn't, doesn't line up with God's word, you need to stop listening to them. Amen. Anyway, because it, it messes with your ability to trust God, to believe God, to have confidence in God. And what God has said. Amen. So anyway, he says he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. Now, how do you strengthen your faith? How do you strengthen your faith? By talking what God has promised. By confessing what God has promised. That's how you strengthen your faith. Are you with me? Now, I'm going to look at uh, some things in, in reference to your tongue and what we are talking and saying that causes unbelief in us, that challenges what God has determined and said. And you have to watch what you say because what you say can bring you into doubt and unbelief because you're saying things that you've heard other people say. And it just, you know, because you've heard it, a lot of times you just say it. Amen. Not realizing that it's, it's, it's a wind of doctrine that now is challenging your ability to believe God. Amen. Anyway, uh, he says now, uh, he didn't, he, he says, uh, he didn't waver at the promise of God, but was strengthened in faith. Now, Abraham was strengthened in faith because every time his name was called, uh, there was something there that said, I am the father of many nations. I am blessed of God and I will, and I am going to bless those who bless me. Amen. And so it says, and giving glory to God, giving glory to God. Why? You give glory to God because, hey, Whatever God says, you know it's going to come to pass. Amen. Verse 21 says, and, be, and being fully convinced, and being what? Fully convinced that he, uh, what he had promised, he was able to perform. That what he had promised, he was able to perform. So now, when you go into God's word and you see, you get a revelation on something from God's word. You have to become fully convinced. And when you become fully convinced, that's when that thing actually materializes in your life. When you're fully convinced, not half-hearted about something, but you've got to be fully convinced that what God has said, he's able to perform. Amen. There are many of us, I believe, that although we, 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 we believe but we're still challenged. We're not fully convinced. And when you're fully convinced about something, there is this expectation that you have. In other words, you're always expecting for it to happen. 
Amen. That's what the word of God says in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse 1. He says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, or faith is the substance of your expectation. That's what hope is. Hope is your expectation. What are you expecting from God? I think sometimes we pray, you understand, and we, and, and we forget to expect right. what we prayed for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Are you all with me? Can you understand? You, you, you forget all about, are you expecting God to really answer your prayer? Because if you are, you're looking for it to happen. You're looking for, you're expecting this thing to come to pass. Amen. Are you with me? Uh, and he says, now being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able to perform. The other scripture that God gave me first thing this morning was Philippians 2.13. Amen. I, and, th- and this is not even a part of what I was going to teach you, but you know, God's given you a message. Amen. Amen. Now I want to I want to look at I want to look at this in in different translation because this scripture is just so powerful as far as I'm concerned, you know, with um, with, with what it is saying. And uh, hallelujah, glory to God. Verse thirteen says, "For it is God who works in you." both to will and to do his good pleasure. It is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Look at the NLT version of that and uh, and I hope they put it on the screen and, and I'll read it from there for right now. The NLT says this, for God is working in you. Watch this now. For God is working. How many of y'all know that God's working in you? If you have the spirit of God in you, God is working. Now, let me say this. Hold on for a minute now. Hold on. Hold on. Don't clap yet. Don't clap yet. I'm going to tell you why. Because he's only working in you when you give him permission to work in you. And I believe that the church has thought that just because they're saved, God is working in them just because they're saved. No, not just because you're saved. If that was the case, then Jesus would not have been knocking at the door. If you look in in Revelation, Jesus would not have been knocking at the door of the church. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. Trying to to get permission to come in and do something. Are you with me? You are the church. You understand what I'm saying? So if, if he was just there in you because you're saved, there wouldn't be no need for him to knock at the door. Are y'all with me? Yeah. You give him permission through your, through what you say. You give God permission or you give Satan permission because Proverbs 18.21, y'all might want to write that down if you don't know where it is. You don't have it. Proverbs 18.21 says, there is power of life and death in the tongue. So depending on who you give permission to with your tongue, well then, then that's, that's going to be, that's going to apply to you or not apply to you. 
Are you with me? So it says now, for God is working in you, giving you the desire. Oh, oh that's, this is just so rich right here. This is just, this is just so rich right here. See, it says giving you the desire, giving you the desire. So you have to understand whatever you desire did not necessarily come from you. It was God giving you the desire. So when I have a desire for something, <laughs> when, I, when I have a desire for something, you understand that I'm looking at this. This is God working in me, bringing it, putting in me a desire for something. Now, you got to understand it's got it's to line up with his will. You can't desire somebody else's husband or wife. So everything has to be according to the word. Understand what I'm saying? And we'll know, we'll understand whether or not this is desire that you got from some thought that you got from the adversary or whether or not this is a desire that you got from God. Are you with me? But when it's for the benefit of the kingdom, it's got to be from God. It can't be from Satan. Are you listening to me? So it's, okay. So it says, for God is working in you. For God is working in you, giving you the desire. And what? Power is ability. You with me? So I never have to be concerned about whether or not I can do something or I can't do something. When it comes to prayer for something that I know that God has given me, this, I'm, I'm, not cons- I'm not scared or whether or not I can do this or not. Are you with me? There, fear will only nullify the power of God. Come on, y'all understand what I'm saying? See, fear will only nullify the power of God. And that's why Jesus would always say, you know, whenever he's getting ready to do something, he'd look, fear not, only believe. Oh, come on. Come on. Y'all, y'all hear, you understand what I'm saying? You know, fear not, only believe. So don't, don't let fear come in. Don't let, don't let fear tell you you can't do something. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No, you, you have to rise up. When fear comes in, you've got to rise up. Will you rise up with? I can do what? Through who? Who strengthens me? Now, when you do that, of course, you got to understand, you can't take glory for anything that you do. You can't take credit for what you do. You have to give God the glory for it. You have to acknowledge the fact that God is, if it wasn't for God, and that's not a cliche. See, no longer is it a cliche. You understand what I'm saying? But for God. Amen. Can you understand what I'm saying? So he says now, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Oh, my goodness, that is rich right there. Can you all understand that? Woo, glory to God. All right. Now, let me, woo, glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to hit this in another, with another one. Now, 
let's do this with the, the, the living Bible. The living Bible says, for I can do, for God is at work within you, helping you. Watch this now. For God is in you. Look at that. In you, for God is at work within you, helping you want to obey him. Because we already know. You don't want to obey God. You No, none of y'all want to obey. You just want to obey God. So we were looking at, I think it was Wednesday, right? When we say willing, we have to be willing to do his will. You have to be willing to do it. And when you're willing to do his will, now you will pray and give him access, give him permission to come in, give him access to you to interfere in your life. Amen. <laughs> oh, come on. Y'all, you got, whew, my goodness. See, some, some of y'all afraid to let God in, to interfere in your life. You won't pray about nothing. Because you're afraid he might change you. And you need changing. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You don't want people to talk about you. You got your friends. You understand that you, you know, you, you, you have more credibility with than you do God. You know, you know, I go to church and everything, but you know, I'm not religious. Nobody wants you to be religious. They just want you to be normal, what you call Christians. And you haven't seen a normal Christian. That's when you don't know what a normal Christian is. <laughs> Are y'all with me? Yeah, yeah. You afraid of what people are going to say. If you're fearful of what people are going to say, you are never going to be able to do what God wants you to do. Amen. But that's when you won't pray certain things. But if you pray, Lord, all I want to do is to do your will. And don't, and if you tell him, if you tell him, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Boy, are you talking about something then? I can tell you the thing right now. He's going to find out whether or not you really mean what you say. The devil going to find out whether or not you really mean what you say. Amen. For God is at work within you, helping you to obey him and helping you to do what he wants and helping you to do what he wants. Well, let's look at another one. Let's look at the message Bible. Watch this. He says now that energy is God's energy and energy deep within you. God himself willing and working at what will give him the most pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Reigning in Life Through Faith, a radio broadcast from the Agape Embassy Ministries. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to... Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Be sure to include today's message code 100415SM.
That code again is 100415SM. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703-971-7202. Thank you for tuning into this powerful teaching from Dr. Joseph A. Mills at Agape Embassy Ministries, Alexandria, Virginia. Today we learned that drastic changes to our lives can come as a result of us becoming fully convinced that God is able to perform His Word. we got to be strong enough to get away from people who are saying things that are contrary to what God has said. Our faith actually gets strengthened when we talk about what God has promised. God can only work in you when you give Him permission to, and you give Him permission through what you say. Fear is the only thing that's going to nullify the power of God in your life. This is Pastor Jay of Agape Embassy Ministries, and I know that you are increasing your faith.